follow so many interviews and listen to so many interviews all over the media, whether it's in magazines or YouTube, as if I'm researching a paper that needs to be published. And all these years, I had no idea what I'm going to publish, but here I am with all the information out there. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is Tanvi. So if you go look at my Instagram account and specifically the ones that I'm following on Instagram, it is filled with nostalgia. Like I'm following all the people from the 90s and I'm following like random people like Kim Sharma. Do you remember her? It's like a shrine of my 90s nostalgia. And ladies and gentlemen, that's your second host for the podcast, Slow. Special mention to our social media partners, Bollywood Direct. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Bollywood Direct. And welcome to Movie Wala Podcast. We are continuing with our family dramas and we're on our fifth episode. Today we are talking about Khub Surat, which came out in the year 1980. Prime Minister of India was Indira Gandhi. The director and producer of this movie is Rishikesh Mukherjee. Music was by late R.D. Berman. Actors are Ashok Kumar, Dina Pathak, Rekha, Rakesh Roshan, Shashi Kala, Aradhna, Keshta Mukherjee and David. The story is about this matriarchal family and the head of the family is Nirmala who runs this family uh, in a very strict and very controlling way. And then Manju who played by Rekha comes to this family and stays with them for the summer. The story is basically about how both of them kind of clash and the things that they learn from each other. So another Rishikesh Mukherjee in our series. Oh uh, yeah. Is there even a bad movie by Rishikesh Mukherjee? I think there are a few, but they are not popular for very good reason. <laughs> Only the ones which are popular are, uh, they are all good ones. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is such a good summer vacation, nostalgic movie. It just shouts summer vacations. It's like, you know, uh, capturing those 80s days when you didn't have very much television to watch. You didn't have movies. And you yourself were the only entertainment, you know, like you and your family. So basically, you know, you had to come up with things and games to do together to have fun. You know, good old days. I love their shy game, like, you know, how they make uh, rhymes with each other's sentences. And they have, I have tried so hard, but <laughs> clearly I'm no good at it. But I was like, this is such a fun game, whoever came up with it. And it brings back memories because we too had such games uh, to play, you know, uh, when the electricity would go mm. off in the summertime <laughs> and it would be my mom, me and my brother and we'll have like nothing to do and my mom would just come up with such random things to play with us. So I was just remembering all of that while watching this movie. Yeah, yeah the family game was such an interesting one. Somebody starts a sentence and then the other one will have to continue the sentence and then finish it with the same, uh, what do you call that, rhymes, right? Rhymes, yeah. They were basically, their sentences have to end in the same rhyme. Yeah. And they have to be creative with it and everybody participated, like the father, the house help. Like it has no age bar, anyone yeah. can. And you can start it at any time. Yeah. <laughs> you just enter and you start speaking and it's on. This is such a fun, delightful watch. Absolutely. Like, you know how they used to call in those days, clean family film. Like, it is like a 100% clean family film. Yeah, it's as clean as it gets. And normally, like, Rakesh Roshan, 
he hasn't made much of an impression in my mind but in this movie he's so likable and he's so nice that i would never imagine rekha and rakesh roshan to be together you know it's just that their personalities it, it just seems like they won't go together but the chemistry was good but they've done a lot of movies back in the day yeah which ones i can never see them together so they did a mamma mia version remake kind of a film where rekha is the mother and she has a daughter and then there's rishi kapoor rakesh roshan it's a horrible movie <laughs> do not even bother about it but and there was this one other movie called bahurani in which rekha and rakesh roshan are together so yeah but yeah coming back to this film i did not mind rakesh roshan either like he's mm. not one of those people who i would like seek out to watch in the movies but yeah in this one he kind of is just part of the narrative and it doesn't kind of stand out as a sore thumb or whatever and also can we talk about dina dina pathak yeah absolutely she shares a lot of scenes with rekha and you would think that you know if anybody shares a scene with rekha they will they'll get overshadowed but no i mean she holds her own and she is amazing as this matriarch of the family if you actually think about it the movie is about dina pathak and rekha right so this is uh, you know that one of those female centric films without being female centric it's just like a story of women hmm. and then the other women in the family like the other daughter in laws of uh, dina patak's character nirmala they all have like a you know they all have a role and the men are there as of course they're needed you know it's not like the society is running without men but the story is from women's point of view and the yeah. women are shown like it's wonderfully shown like even when they're submissive and when they are strong or when they are stubborn and when when they are uh, vivacious like even smaller characters like rakesh roshan's uh, doctor friend and his mm-hmm. new wife mm-hmm. she has such a small role but still you know it is done so well it is written so well i agree i had actually we had recently seen her in some other role as well the same the one you're talking yeah. about the one who tries to set them up she was she's actually in ijaza oh as what she is anuradha patel's friend she's the same woman who you know nasiruddin shah goes and always yeah. looking for anuradha patel yeah so i always like she has such a striking face i always like remember her face so i'm just like oh my god where did i see her and then i was like i saw her in ijazat so i couldn't even find it on internet yeah. i was just like i know her from somewhere and i was like yes of course from ijazat the movie i've seen thousand times wow that's amazing Yeah so even her role was so well written Yeah absolutely Yeah I think her name is Rita Rani Call Oh okay Hmm, interesting. She's like one of those side actors that we wish wish we had seen more of. Like those Kayamathe Kayamathe friend. What's she's our friend too. What's her name? We keep talking about her all the time. We keep talking about her and we keep forgetting her name every time. Shana's Shana's Kuria, right? Yeah. Uh yeah. She has that presence. Speaking of writing, I I really like the speech that uh, Dina Padak kind of gives in towards the end of the movie when she finds out that you know people are not really liking her strict way of running things in the house and then she brings she gets all of them together and then she she's obviously upset uh, but she's very composed because that's the kind of person she is so she just tells them that I'm very upset with you guys but then you know if you feel that I'm very controlling then you guys are free to go and you know do whatever you want to do and then she has this little talk with her husband where the husband is trying to say that why are you so upset you know they're just kids you know and then she says something like you know people want to be free you know but they don't realize that freedom also comes with responsibility nobody wants to take responsibility they just want to enjoy the freedom that is so well written i think rishikesh mukherjee has these uh, has his thing of dropping in like pearls of wisdom like we spoke about in bavarji also yeah uh, while i do agree i mean i like 
that sentence but if i were to just see it in context of a family if it was a real family you know to me it was like okay i hear her hmm. but she hasn't given them a choice to rise up to the responsibility like she has to kind of she can say that if she if there was a scene in the movie i think that is something he could have done he could hmm. have shown that at some point in the story she gave them the freedom to do what she want they want to do and they failed or they kind of didn't rise up to the occasion and then she can like kind of hold that ground saying that that's why i'm so stupid but then she she does say about the older brother right uh, these two if i didn't ask them to come for dinner at this specific time every evening they would just happily be you know spending their time at the club you know playing cards yeah but then again you know i don't know i like i like uh, to live in a world where everybody is allowed to do what they want to do because right i mean I, I don't want to be on a table with people who are forced to be there. So I mean, you know, I'd rather that a family meets for one meal in a week or does like a Sunday lunch or something instead of doing every meal together or every dinner together and then being forced and feeling because they all kind of find ways like one of the sons uh, pretends he's going on a meeting but actually goes to play cards somebody does something else so you know and the musician the the youngest son he kind of does his own thing so i feel like you know if you kind of cage people so much this was probably a good example to show for families who are very strict that you know you can be strict but people will find ways or they kind of will get suffocated and like i don't know kill themselves so i feel like there should be a balance or they they'll go to that other extreme of you know doing everything wrong exactly you know and another thing is like you know this is a very indian family setup right like this is an example of a joint family with three brothers and you know two two sister in laws yeah so this is like a typical joint family where everybody's living together and kind of you're trying to find the merit in that and hmm. kind of making it like you should live together i'd rather like people kind of you know i believe in nuclear families i believe that everybody <laughs> should get some space so to me these are of course these are wonderful stories right and this is like an idealistic world where everybody gets along with everyone and everybody wants to spend time with each other but it doesn't really work out that way so i mean as a movie i love this movie right i love it love it love it but I, on the other hand in realistic way i feel like all of these movies which kind of always like starting from mother india till till now whatever we covered and the ones which are coming up i know what you're saying you know it, it's too idealistic to be even translated well into real life can't happen in real life yeah and it's kind it kind of makes the kind of a comment of society that if not if you can't live like this then you're not living the right way because it, this is shown as the right way to live and as wonderful cinematic experience as it is to see it because it is a comment in society i feel like all of these comments and that's what kind of makes me question i mean i love rishikesh mukherjee movies right but i feel like i'm seeing a pattern in his narrative which i'm like okay maybe these were his values as well which is fine but then these are the values that i kind of don't hunt percent agree with that that's <laughs> this fair. is again like watching these movies as a grown up <laughs> and you're just kind of trying to see like oh maybe i don't agree with your theme but i still find your movie good so for me yeah it's more of you know i would want a family to be like that but then i don't want my family to be like that you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. yeah you know i like my personal space so i wouldn't want to be in that family but i like the concept of it you know <laughs> yeah I like the Rekha's family like you know Natish there's was a small family the father sister two sisters and they kind of have such a wonderful and David is such a wonderful person like he plays all these characters which are oh so endearing so yeah. warm uh, I don't think he's 
played a single negative bad character or if he has I haven't seen it but he's such a wonderful father you're just like oh my god this is so sweet he's so cuddly and so <laughs> warm you just want to give him a hug and he is in a bunch of Rishikesh Mukherjee movies so you know Rishikesh Mukherjee always gives him this really nice role where he's like shining as one of those uh, happy person and you you kind of look up to him for positivity on the screen and totally <laughs> so and also speaking of Deena Patak she's played the role of an Indian mom so well in in the sense Indians in general we're all like self-taught doctors because in India we don't have this whole concept of prescription drugs right yeah. So, you know, there are drugs that, that are easily available without pres- prescription. And anybody who even runs a pharmacy or owns a pharmacy is a doctor. Like, you can just walk up to him and tell him that, I have a fever today. Can you just, you know, give me some medicine? <laughs> and even our parents are like that to an extent, you know. They'll be like, oh, why do we have to go to a doctor for just such a simple thing? I know exactly what we need to give. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, she does the same thing. It was so funny. Uh, I think once her husband complains of something and she she tells uh, her son, who's a doctor, get, get his ECG done or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, so perfect. This is exactly how we deal with, you know, anything. We think that we're all doctors. <laughs> She's shown to be somebody who's, uh, you know, she's not just a homemaker. She mm. goes out and she does charity work. She's on some committees. It's not clear exactly what area she works in, but clear, apparently, you know, she definitely works in social work or something. Because she brings somebody to her hus- uh, son's clinic to say that, you know, these people need some help, help them out. So, you know, she's shown as somebody who cares about the world apart from her mm. household. But in order to do that, she needs to run her household in a strict discipline way so that she can go on to do that but then it's shown that you know women some women not all women of course they do have this you know when you start controlling everything then you want to control it so to the extreme yeah where you know it's not really you're not allowing rest of the people yeah sometimes they don't even realize that they do it because you know that has become part of them because they've been doing it for so long we are doing it out of respect flow (laughs) and a little bit of fear because as we know most mothers because who's going to listen to the lecture yeah (laughs) (laughs) a lot of times you just do things because you don't want to hear to a long lecture and how what are you going to do you're not going to walk out of the room (laughs) you don't have that kind of freedom in Indian household like sometimes you know when I look at the western films and I see you know when these people get angry at each other they just walk out of the room yeah and I'm just like I'm just so shell-shocked I have never done that right so I have no idea but even if I were to imagine like if I was a teenager or even in my 20s and I walked out I would be shit scared to walk back in no way (laughs) we do not have the concept of slamming the door never (laughs) I can't imagine so whenever I see like these are the differences I feel uh, when I see this culturally like there are some scenes when I see in different cultural movies I'm like this would never happen at least not in any family around me you know of yeah. course India has billion of people and yeah but I still think India like 95% of India no I don't think any kid can get away with just slamming the door on their parents faces no way so yeah the just the character of Dina Patak feels so real it feels mm-hmm. like some somebody you know it's a very you know part of your life character everybody has that one person they can say like oh yes you know that person yeah. is like <laughs> Dina yeah. Patak character that okay this uncle you know there's no point talking to the uncle because you know he's not going to decide so you have to talk to the auntie you know yeah, yeah. we all know that auntie 
exactly yeah so now moving on to of course and then you know i felt ashok kumar was a perfect yin to dina patak's yang he was so adorable like he would be the ideal grandfather like if you want to run away from this grandmother or mother you would straight away need the person yeah. like because he's fun he's jovial he's funny he cracks jokes and i can see how he would get on the nerves of dina patak because he does all of that but yeah i really liked ashok kumar's character yeah and even all the all the brothers the younger brother he's so funny and he's he's also i think his name is ranjit the actor is it ranjit or david oh i think ranjit david is the older dad of uh, rekha yeah okay this guy ranjit he's also in another movie with uh, amol palekar and tina munim and he plays the younger brother to tina munim and god he is so funny <laughs> he is funny he yeah. is I feel like that is probably his real character. Yeah, and I think if I'm not wrong, I think he is Pearl Padamsi's son. Oh yeah. I mean there's so many correlations over here. Yeah. And, yeah, and Dina Patak is like Ratna Patak and Supriya Patak's mother. So it's like sometimes uh, again going back to nepotism. It's <laughs> good. Like it's good in the sense like you know clearly there are some people who pass on the good genes and then you want to see I mean imagine Ratna Patak not entering movies because Exactly. Of nepotism. She gets her jeans definitely from Dina Patak. So good. Do you want to talk about fashion? Yes. So this is like the good 80s fashion, right? Because it was not 80s. That's the best part. Because it released in 80, it was still 70s. So it it still had those clean lines, you know, of the 70s. I feel like 80s had two fashion going, mm. to be honest. Like because when I look at again my mother what she wore and then what movies were showing there are two different things my what my mother was wearing during the 80s is more in sync with what this movie is wearing like mm. 70s which kind of continued into like all the you know people who grew up in that era but then i think there were these people who were maybe modern and they had access to western clothing and hair and all of that because 80s was all about the hair right so as long as you didn't do the cringe worthy uh, perm i think you were good <laughs> Yeah so the, I mean can you today can you imagine a lead actress with two plates wearing just basic long skirt and a top or like basic printed sari and just being that like no I mean Rekha was so good in this it's like I wanted to be her friend I, like who is this person you want to be her friend because this character uh, of Manju had the right amount of fun and the right amount of balance of you know the good qualities of yeah. a human being which a good girl should have but she was still fun and not boring and she would answer back and she would say things so it's uh, like you were saying that you wa- you wanted to be friends with her right i totally wanted to be friends with her because she loves chai <laughs> <laughs> Remember, there's a scene where she goes to the kitchen. So Dina Patak is like so disciplined that you know you can only have chai at like nine o'clock, you know, or something like that. So there's a scene where she just walks into the kitchen and she sits on the counter and she's like, "Can I have some chai?" So Dina Patak is like, "Why would you have chai at this time?" So she's like, "There's no time for chai. You can have chai any time." I'm like, "She is my best friend." <laughs> she was like somebody who breaks all the rules, right? Like. that would be me it's like if there's a rule rules are meant to be broken like the reason people made rules is so that somebody else can break them <laughs> that is my fundament yeah otherwise life would be so boring <laughs> if nobody broke rules and uh, you know to, going back to fashion oh my god tanvi the sarees you know i know i go we go gaga over sarees especially in these family dramas we haven't actually gone gaga over sarees but these sarees that she wore were so amazing and even the ones that her sister wore god i particularly remember a saree black saree pink 
pink border. It was like so beautiful. Oh my god! Uh, I loved all of their sarees. Like yeah. even what, like you said, what her sister wears, what she wears, and even what Shashikala wears, the the one who's the elder sister-in-law. Like they all wear really like something everyday wear, printed sarees, and they carry it off very effort effortlessly. And you know what I think I've said probably sometime in our previous podcast. I really like when the clothes don't take over the film. Hmm. They're just part of the fabric, and this is one. I mean, Rishikesh Mukherjee, all films, you know, the clothes are just part of the narrative. They suit the class of people he's portraying on screen, and they are very much in sync with the time the movie is from. But never the no glitz, no gloss, no glamour, no extravagance, and they're supposed to be a well-to-do family, right? They have there's a doctor, they have a good house. So, but I like that in, and that's what happens in real life. Like mm. people just because. They have money doesn't mean they stay in like Abu Jani and Sandeep Khosla, you know, suits and roam around and th- just keep throwing kitty parties and you know <laughs> that's not what everybody does and somehow that's what the most family dramas or TV shows show actually more than family dramas now. But yeah, the modest simplicity of this film is I think what wins. Even the house, you know, even the furniture and everything was so subtle. I think it's very Rishikesh Mukherjee, so real and so clean. Yeah. So it had it had everything that makes a movie a Rishikesh Mukherjee movie. You know, great acting, great writing, great set. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the songs? Oh yeah, the lyrics are by Gulzar. Oh, of course, <laughs> right? Because they are all again woven into the story. Like the words he used in the lyrics are so everyday words. Like you just, I feel like I don't know how his brain works. He just sits and he's like, oh, now I'm going to make a song with Kaida. Like the word Kaida. Like that's not even a word you would think would go into a song. He always picks these things. It suits because Kaida means um, a way of doing things. Uh, you know, to translate, and that's exactly what this movie is about. Like, you know, the people, mm. everybody has set way of doing things, and they think theirs is the right way to do. And yeah, did you have a favorite song? Not a favorite song, but it's a song that that's very hummable and very happy. Like sun sun sun. Oh my god, sun, I was going to say the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's like such a sweet way of. So sweet, showing sisterly love. And I know. I growing up, I always wish I had a sister. Me too, just for this song, but not for anything else. I think like I was pretty happy that I have a brother and I don't have a sister. Same here, because I yeah, I don't like sharing clothes. <laughs> Me too. I me neither, and I don't even like sharing attention. Yeah. So I was very happy being the only daughter and like getting all the attention. And but then I was happy that I have a brother because yeah. it was like perfectly bad. You need a sibling, not a sister. <laughs> Yeah, same here. Yeah, but this song is so good. It, this song makes me. It always makes me want to uh, have a sister. I agree. It's such a happy, happy, happy song. Yeah. But yeah, rest of the songs were the, okay. They're not something like you would remember or you would hum, but they were perfectly in sync with the story. Mm-hmm. So you kind of never felt like you need to forward it because again, they were taking the story forward. But yeah, except for this song, there was there wasn't any that I felt like oh wow or something. But yeah, so this movie got the best movie award uh, as a producer for Rishikesh Mukherjee and NC Sippy, and it also got the best actress award to Rekha. Oh, not surprised at all. 1980 Filmfare Award was still considered a little bit of yeah. I think till the till 90s it was still relevant. <laughs> After 19, 19- people started buying awards. Stop. 
considering it as something to be proud of and do you think this was the time when she was trying also to do all these because rishikesh mukherjee movies were kind of like offbeat movies not completely offbeat it was still commercial but it was still veering towards offbeat right so do you think this was the time when she was trying to make a conscious you know effort to kind of you know do all these solid movies with good stories you think in 1980 she did this and then 1981 she did umrao jaan Hmm. Before oh. that, she had done Mukaddar ka Sikandar, and a year later, she did Jeevan Dhar. I feel like her list is so varied. I have like you know, she's been doing a little bit of everything. It's only after nineties that she was doing like Madam X and God knows. Oh, nineties was a bad time for both Amitabh Bachchan and uh, and her. Yeah, last decent movie I feel is. probably zubeda where she plays uh, the elder wife of manoj bajpay i don't know any other movie after that that i've really liked of hers she plays mother to hrithik roshan in all the krish movies or something mm. i feel like 80s was probably her after the second half of 80s it started going down although she did ijazat in 1987 i feel like there's one off here and there good movie mm. i think 1981 was probably a good year for her like she did umrao jaan and then she did silsila and chashme badur she's playing herself <laughs> cameo but we have to do like a more in depth study on rishikesh mukherjee yeah i'm actually curious to see because i'm my favorite movie of his one of his khoobsurat mm. another is anand like those two are my favorite of his movies and i think in anand he hasn't made any society based comment uh, did you watch the sonam kapoor remake of this no you i watched it with very low expectations and mm-hmm. i wasn't disappointed i'll say that yeah? it wasn't as good as this they kind of changed the story right he's some, supposed to be like a prince and the story is a bit different it's not like you know he doesn't have such a big family and all of that so they switched the story a bit and it wasn't a complete uh-huh. remake of the original khoobsurat so it wasn't that But uh, I would still definitely prefer this over. Yeah, I haven't watched the new Khubsurat. I mean, you can watch it. It just—I feel like they didn't even have to name it Khubsurat. There was mm. they could have just totally gone with some other name. So in the family, you know, we realize like actually everybody in the family likes to do something. Whereas, and the Dina Patak doesn't know that they do. Like the first son's wife, the eldest daughter-in-law likes to dance. Mm. The two elder brothers they like to play cards, and they never tell anybody in the family. because playing cards is not a good thing to do right in a good house the youngest son who uh, he plays music he's into playing guitar and all and dwarka likes to sing yeah and basically everybody likes to have fun so in a way the only bad thing is like they kind of showed that dina patak is like a party pooper like she doesn't yeah. like to do anything fun ekha comes and saves the day <laughs> but i like the ending i liked how uh, you know they kind of meet midway and then you know rekha gets a chance to redeem herself yeah i really liked uh, another aspect of this movie you know it's that in india if you know a good girl like in quotes a good girl is kind of defined as somebody who's very submissive and who will just you know who's just very serious and who doesn't crack jokes like in india even if you're like cracking jokes as a girl you know you're you're looked at as somebody irresponsible like i don't even know the connection between those two but that's how it is yeah so you know so even with rekha that's exactly what uh, dina patak thinks of her, of rekha as in fact so much so that she doesn't want uh, her son to get married to her because you know she thinks she's not like a responsible bahu yeah 
So I like that just because she's just happy go lucky it doesn't mean that you know she's not responsible like you said she redeemed herself she is equally responsible just because she's happy running around doesn't make her irresponsible reminds me one thing i forgot to mention they actually when they come in the beginning to kind of uh, fix uh, rekha's elder sister rishta with the dina barak's son yeah they kind of don't bring the son and they are like oh we don't need Uh, the son doesn't need to see the elder sister-in-law and the younger brother are going to fix her fix their nuptials and i was like wow. 1980 like that was pretty much like that didn't happen like that was in 60s or you know that's what my memory i mean nachi i wasn't even born then but that's not how my parents got married or you know anybody around me like of course there was arranged marriage i'm not like kind of refuting that fact but that they didn't even like let them this is what i'm saying like they continuously in like up until later in up till 90s they're continuously making these statements about where people don't have to meet each other nobody need, like the boy and the girl don't have to agree with each other they don't even have to talk to each other they'll just fix it up and that was so true like yeah that kind of infuriates me because i feel like okay he is showing a very real india but then he's also showing this which is i don't know backwards and these are city people right they are not villagers they are not people mid they look like you know they are from upper middle class family and very educated you know not just rich but you know educated so it's disappointing that you know they would act in in a way that you know that they did yeah they he could have written it in a different way because india gets influenced a lot by cinema that's because most of india is not very educated so you know these are things that they see on screen and they think that you know they take a lot of things away from the movies that is why specifically in india i feel like cinema has a huge responsibility to the society as well i know it's not fair to put the whole thing on cinema but i feel to an extent you know because it's a developing country and we still have people who are not very educated right so you know these are, they look at it and they look up to you know what the movie actors are doing and you know everything so yeah i wish rishikesh mukherjee had shown it a little bit different because it would have made an impact yeah. even if it's in a small way yeah yeah so i was just like that was one part which made me feel like what now why isn't that guy here to see her so yeah that stood out to me mm. but other than that a great entertaining film yep. there are a lot of things which are not uh, relevant now in society but considering 1980s it was pretty good for that time so it's still a really good movie to watch yep and you don't even have to like shut your brains you can actually keep your brains on and watch it and still <laughs> thank god for that <laughs> all right so that's it for now thank you for listening you can keep in touch with us on twitter at moviewalapod on instagram at moviewalapodcast and we'll be back next tuesday with our sixth episode bye for now bye